The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? Have you ever been burglarized? Anybody ever break into your house and burglarize your house, break into your car, anything like that? I mean, I, I actually have had my car broken into. Um, really? Where actually, were you living? I, actually, it was where I currently live. Oh, okay. Uh, I do not believe it was busted into. I I believed I unlocked. I had it left. I had left it unlocked. Don't recall anything being taken, and nothing of value. <laughs> First of all, which how which car is this? This one here, the one you have now, or the one before it? Because the one before it, you had so much shit in there. I think they opened the car. They're like, yeah, like, fuck nope. this. I'm not even gonna try to go through this shit. <laughs> Wait, the one you have now is the same way too. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they didn't take anything. Or even if they did, how would you even know oh, with so all the shit you had in your car, That's why bro? I'm getting yelled at. Lies. No. So. All right. Um, but yeah, I have. So you it have, you have had We had left. Yes, I have. We fortunately how had How long nothing. ago was that? <clears throat> this was about a month or so ago. Oh, okay. So more yeah. recent. Yep. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, it happened to me as well. Apparently, there's somebody that's doing this, um, and they know they know what to do. And and I saw a ring cam footage online. Cause so, have you heard of of Nextdoor? It's a it's an online app, kind of like a, a social media thing, but just for your neighborhood. Like you sign up to Nextdoor, and you you're basically on something with everybody that's from your neighborhood and the surrounding areas. Really. Yeah, and so somebody put on there to watch out because this was happening, and they put a ring light video, uh, a ring video, you know, the doorbell um, mm-hmm. things. Yeah, they, they put one of those up, and uh, they it was like it was like three or four o'clock in the morning, and you could see this car going real slow down the middle of the road, right? And on two sides of the street, one person on one sidewalk, one on the other, both going to sidewalks, both going up dirt driveways, checking car doors. And then so they'll check it, nothing, they'll keep going. And immediately you see one of them goes and checks it, opens it up, and all of a sudden is in there and going through stuff while the other one just keeps going. And that car is just waiting just in case they're caught. They just run, jump in the car, and take off. What the hell? So, yeah. So yesterday morning, uh, you know, I, I Aaron tells me she gets a text from our Citibank saying that they declined a purchase at that clothing store right there on Jefferson and 33. Yeah. They declined a purchase of a thousand dollars and two hundred and something. I mean, I know it's not because of our limit. We have that's yeah. a Citibank card. It's a, it's our one of our big credit cards. Uh, but they they declined it because it pops up when you want. I guess I don't know what they have when it, it's a, a weird purchase or something. They have these algorithms, I'm sure, that say they see your your kind of. Um, you know what is so, it when you when you are purchasing things most are you, are you usually shopping during the day in the evenings what is it you do most is it online is it in person what areas of the city you know where you're at so whatever happened is it came up where they had to answer a security question and they couldn't do it so it was declined um, but then they let us know so we put that no that was not us and it canceled the card they're going to be sending me a new one but I was like, dude, the what the fuck? Part. Like that's that is the worst pe- feeling is that kind of invasive feeling. But then this this was the fun. This was the other piece, right? So obviously they they tried to use it at a gas station because the next thing I knew, uh, see what they had gotten was an old wallet. I had an old, uh, it, it was my um, my banana stand wallet. Yeah, from, I remember that. Yeah, well they took it. So it had it had my Citibank card in it. 
It had my health savings account card in it, which I think is an expired card because I have a newer one now. And they took uh, and it had my cash app card in it. So I didn't have any money in my cash app and you can't just use it and it doesn't take automatically from your debit card. You have to load it. So you have to cancel that. now. So too. this afternoon. Yeah, well, I did because this afternoon or yesterday afternoon, later in the afternoon, I got uh, an email from cash app saying it declined at a speedway because there was no funds. I'm like, well, of course there was no funds. It was stolen. So I reported it stolen. They're sending me a new one of those too, but I'm just going to cut it up. I don't use the card. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just, um, Jesus. It's very, it's very it's, invasive. I get you with that. And that's what they're because doing. They're like, just, this is they're, my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, I went in my car and my shit's just all fucking gone through. The middle console was open. Everything was out. I could see they took that shit. I was like, motherfucker. Here's the good thing. I normally keep my other wallet, my regular leather wallet with Aaron's debit card in it, her extra debit card, um, my my Southwest card in it, um, and like, uh, like something else was that. in it, in my glove box. And they didn't even look at the glove box. Or they opened it, and I have on top of it, I have my, my you know, my... Um, my my, my car paperwork, all that yeah, stuff, right? All, so they didn't open that. it. They didn't open it and rummage because it was still in there. So thank fucking God they didn't get that shit, dude. But yeah, oh, uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. Dude, I am so sorry because it really is. Why? Why are you sorry, though? Did you do it? No, are you I'm feeling no, guilty no, I'm right not, now? I'm not feeling guilty. Well, you're but apologizing. I can, I can empathize. You're apologizing I, I like you're feeling you guilty. Have... You're apologizing like you're feeling. This was you, wasn't it? I'd appreciate my stuff back, dude. And stop trying so, to use my Cash App card at a speedway. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another week of Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop because you know just it can't, can't stop. stop, folks. Just can't stop. This is Chris Chavez, joined as always by Anthony. What's up? What is up? So yeah, dude, that shit happened. It fucking sucked. But I gotta tell you, I love how far along in like we are now when it comes to security and bank features that do these things where they ask for like sometimes I get annoyed when I have to log into something and it asks for that second security where it sends me a code to my phone and I'm like, oh my god. But then, then when I know it's something like this, I'm down, bro. I'm so happy that they caught it immediately, that we saw it first thing in the morning because they had stolen it like that morning, maybe three, mm-hmm. four, five in the morning. Who knows? You know what? It, it it does suck because I'm telling you, it it causes a whole slew of just troubles because what happens? You got to call the bank. You got to cancel it. So any accounts that you have, any payments you have that are linked with that card, you now got to go through all, that, all of that to think of them. And even if you... You have everything written down and cataloged in a file or something somewhere. That's the thing. I don't, which is dumb, oh, but man. I don't. Dude, I expected you to because I'm the one. I feel like I'm expecting you to be the one that has it because I know I don't. So I know that like, it'd be a pain in the ass for me. Speaking but, of Amber being home, dude, I just saw her for a little bit uh, ago. Oh, and I was talking to her for a little bit. And sh- you didn't tell her about this. You didn't tell her that this happened. I thought I, I was did. like, I was like, hey, did Anthony tell you this? She's like, no. I was like, really? 
No. And I, the reason that came up and we were making fun of you for not telling like important things like this is because she's like, hey, you like my new car? I'm like, where's your car? She's like, oh, yeah, we got rear-ended. I'm like, what? She goes, Anthony didn't tell you? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, stop lying. He tells you everything. I'm like, no, he didn't tell me. No, he told you. I, I swear to God, we're recording right now. She goes, oh, I'm going to come in and tell. I'm not saying he's not here. He's at your house on Zoom. But yeah, uh, he did not tell me that you didn't tell me you guys got rear-ended after I, leaving Brian and Leica's. I am so sorry. You don't have it to was, apologize, but it was just funny because it was like, well, it's wait, just what? like, oh, it's just, like, dude, we haven't talked. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that does suck with Zoom is that, like, we're not in the office anymore. We're not like, yo, like, this happened. I mean, we fucking text all day. We Every do. day, bro. I don't know. <laughs> You're sending just... me a nonsense meme. You could have been like, oh, also, by the way, I got rear ended. And I'd have been yeah. like, cool, what was his name? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well so, played. Interesting, interesting start to 2021 for both of us, dude. I just. <laughs> yeah, I yeah mean, no, like, for real. It really was. Amber was. Uh, she had been down about it for real, though, about the card. Uh, she, she was. She got out, and as we went shopping the next day, when she gets out, it's kind of like the sad Charlie Brown music. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she just kind of like puts her hand on the rear bumper, and she's like, oh. <laughs> oh like, it's God. okay. I'm like, it wasn't bad. It could have got worse. She's like, I know. <laughs> Jesus. But. So, yeah. So, it's um, it's 2021 started somewhat rough, right? Uh, we, we saw a crazy insurrection. Um, and then it's, it, well, yeah, a couple days was it yesterday. Now, uh, yesterday. The, the inauguration went through with no problem, no problems at all. So that's cool. Um, I, the there, funny thing is, is there's these headlines now that there's two, two pieces to the headlines. One of them said something about, uh, all of these QAnon conspiracist people are just kind of baffled. They don't understand what happened because they truly believed he was Trump gonna, was this thing and he was going to do this and like they really did. And so when nothing happened now and everything like, went through, wait, they're just like, wait, what? Like, the other thing is, is apparently the Proud Boys are done with him, too. Yes, I saw that this morning. Because they're just like, he's a weakling. He's a failure. He's not the one. They've, don't they've, don't support Republican this or that anymore. <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. I mean, like we've always seen how like insane this whole thing was, how cultish it was. But I do feel bad because there are I feel bad because people did fall for this kind of thing. Right. The same way you should feel bad for people who are victims of cults. You know, they fell for somebody that had a care to them was a charismatic way of talking and selling them on an idea where they mattered. They were the ones that mattered and nobody ever cared about them before. And then using other things like patriotism and. And, you know, nationalism and all these kinds of things to kind of continue to embed, you know, it's basically propaganda. You know, mm-hmm. we knew this was what it was yeah. on the outside looking in. We did. Uh, but um, it is sad for some people who truly are shaken that they just don't understand what just happened. Because it's like taking somebody out of a cult and them seeing the real world and like the reality that their brains had been kind of scrambled. So here's the thing is that I think back in November, a lot of... Trump supporters started to see changes. They there there were there were portions that obviously didn't, but there were portions that that were supportive of his ideas and beliefs and views, and I guess the figment of what he promised. I, I don't know because I don't know when they saw how he reacted to them losing. It was one of those ooh, 
maybe it isn't green. The grass isn't greener on the other side. Maybe now right. we're seeing everything. And, and what we saw the last month or two of that ensued after it were those diehards, those ones that were that cult mindset. Yeah. Here's it's, a th- it's, it's nuts, mean, right? Here's the thing. You went down to the Capitol building and you stormed it with people with guns and it is being labeled as an, in, it, it, it is an insurrection. How right. you feel that what's happening where they're just picking people up now that, yeah, yeah, you were caught where they're just going to start arresting you. Don't act surprised. Like this is what, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like here's your cake. You eat it too. Guess what? At some point at the end, I think one or two things happened. Someone sat down with Trump or someone sat down or maybe he had a revelation of, oh no, I really went too far. And my lawyers and everyone else that he thought was going to save him are really not. And he oh, acknowledged. No. I don't think that's him at all. No, I feel I like what it is. is I feel he's, like the last. He's, his last words before leaving was like, we'll be back. Don't worry. It's just starting. Because he, he left the White House to go to a base where he was going to get on Air Force One, which was like a 10-minute helicopter ride. Then he went to this base, the joint base, to get on Air Force One so that he could take that down to Florida. Before he got on the plane, he had a little rally with his family there and a bunch of different supporters just saying thank you to this person, thank you to that person, thank you to Pence. Really? He wishes the new administration luck, uh, the incoming administration. He wishes them luck. Um and then, you know, he said for the people that supported him, it wasn't over, that they'll be back in some sort of way or another and, you know, whatever it is. And that was it. And then he got on his plane and left. <clears throat> yeah, you didn't see that? You should watch it because it's, 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 it's littered with like coded words or it seems this way. When we know how he's been over the past four years and the rhetoric with white supremacy and all this shit, we see how he likes to use coded words and coded phrases. And this just really felt like a lot of what he was saying was that it was trying to, to put out there to his followers. Don't worry. You know, I still have an upper hand. They don't know what I'm trying to do. And they didn't seem to get it because they're all turning on him now. They're just like, fuck that dude. <laughs> well, I, t- I, I, t- I texted it. I just kind of came to the realization is really kind of funny with that. One of the one of the few people in the world to know nuclear codes, not allowed to tweet. Yeah, you ha- have the, you have the knowledge to nuclear codes, yet you're not allowed to get on Facebook. It doesn't work that way, though. It's not like he has a code and that's it. There's I, I other know, people I know that pers- come into play, so it didn't. Yes. It, it would not matter, but it, there's still that danger of the the knowledge he does have. So you can be you can be guaranteed that the Secret Service, they are um, watching him. The CIA, you know, FBI, everybody's he's going to be tailed. He's going to be ta- his phones are going to be tapped. Like everything's going to be monitored at all times now because of the knowledge he has and knowing and the, the kind of person he was, knowing the kind of you know contempt he had for for democracy so it's going to be an interesting next couple of months to see where this goes as well apparently he's not off limits now when it comes to criminal investigation mm-hmm. for certain things so i saw that like i said we'll see what happens it's going to be interesting but i don't want to talk about politics this entire time nah um, so i started watching this documentary on netflix the really? night stalker okay. have you seen this yet i have not but i've heard about it Jesus fucking Christ. So I think it's four four episodes or six episode Wait, series. I'm only two episodes this, in. I think it's four. I think Jim was telling me about this one. 
This is the one with uh, what's his name, Richard Ramirez, somebody if, but he, in California. Yeah, he's the yes. dude that had the pentagram that he drew on his hand, and so I, the right. only thing I knew about him, like, uh, is I knew who he was. I knew that he was a serial serial killer, and I knew the whole thing with the pentagram and like all this weird shit. I did not know the extent of what it was he did, his crimes. I I just finished the second episode uh, this afternoon with lunch, and holy fuck, dude. The really? brutality, the brutality. This dude was like literally the epitome of evil, and he rejoiced in it. Like in his mind, he was connecting to the evil part of him that everybody has. He just accepted it and went with it, and it made and it motivated oh, him to do things. He's super villain. So when it comes to serial killers, you can usually start to track them based on what they do. BTK, yeah. right, would bind them, torture mm-hmm. them, then kill them. Um. You know, everybody had a, a thing. Jeffrey Dahmer had a way a way of doing it. You know, uh, Ted Ted Bundy had a way of of killing people. No, have like and a, you could um, like this all, guy. Yeah, this guy didn't he matter. Didn't know. He either broke really? into your house and raped the woman, then shot her and killed her. He bludgeoned someone with a tire iron. This is all I've seen so okay. far. He's he's beaten someone to death and stomped them on their head. Uh, there's one where he tied them up using, you know, using wires. There's ones where he choked them to death. So and there's ones where he stabbed them to death. There's ones where he removed their eyes. So it wasn't anything that like you couldn't see a killing pattern and say this is the same guy. OK, so I have to ask. Have, go ahead. All right. I got, sorry. You finished that. My bad. No, go ahead. All right. So have they found a pattern at all? Are, are they like closer to finding him at all yet? Or have they found like how do they find him? Have they revealed it? Shoe print. One of his shoe prints was found in in a flower bed outside a window. And then as other crimes started finding, they found the shoe print and it kept matching and it matched the specific brand of sneaker, uh, uh, which was a very kind of limited sneaker at that time. Um, But the the treading matched, the design of it matched. uh, And then all of a sudden they started seeing. So apparently when it comes to Los Angeles, because it's so big and spread out, like it's huge. Right. They have different jurisdictions when it comes to police departments like there's the LAPD, but then there's different sheriff's offices for different jurisdictions. So like this dude could commit a crime here and drive 15 minutes this way and be in two other jurisdictions that those cops aren't going to know what's happening with this investigation. And back then it was they didn't really share information because when you're a private detective and something like this comes up. It's about making your name. It's about being on TV, being the star kind of detective. It's about doing that. And this could this could make your career, right? And p- kind of put you in, in this higher level of, of being a detective. So when you're working your, your, your town and this is the thing, and somebody from another one's coming over saying, hey, we think this might be the same thing. Can we talk? It wasn't like they worked together back then. They would very, you know, it was a lot of machismo, a lot of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one to solve this. Uh, so really? that's what happened at first, and then it started to work out. But yeah, they started realizing that the footprint was all over the place. They found one, you know, one woman was murdered, and the blood was was the, a footprint in blood uh, of, of a sneaker was on the bed because he was standing on it. There was one where the footprint was was on on a, a phone because he had he. Had, oh, I'm sorry, it was a, a, a alarm clock because he had stepped on that so he could rip the wire out to use to bind the woman. So now they know that. 
they also found um, he had got. So here's a crazy part, too. One night he tried to abduct somebody, right? Um, or maybe he did. He killed her or something or attacked her. And he had been leaving that location and he committed a, a traffic infraction. So the cop pulled him over and asked him for his ID. He didn't have ID on him, so he asked him to get out of the car, put his hands on the hood, and then he patted him down to see if you know what it was. Told him to stay there because he was gonna. It was a, a motorcycle cop. Told him to stay there. He was gonna go get a thing to write up the citation. As he's walking away, a call comes over the radio saying that this attack had just happened, whatever, and this is the kind of car it was in, and that's the literally the car he pulled over. So when he turned around, the guy was gone. He had took off. So the cop went over to like see what was, you know, ran over to stop him and, and then came back to the car and saw that he had taken his hands, his finger and drawn a pentagram on the windshield, on the dirt of the of the windshield. So they almost got this guy. This car gets impounded by LAPD. This other, you know, this jurisdiction wants to get at it to fingerprint them. They say, oh, we'll, we'll fingerprint. We'll do the fingerprinting. Don't worry. Right. So time goes by months and months and months. Nothing happens. They reach out and say, hey, we have the same guy. This looks like a serial killer. They're finally going to start working with these people. They say, where's the fingerprints? They say, oh, it never got done. It had been sitting in a yard in a baking sun months on end. So all the fingerprints and handprints baked off, not even on there anymore. They searched the car, dude. They found a dentist appointment card, right? And it was literally the appointment was from like a few days earlier. And like it was that close they could have just seen him gotten there on time so they went to the dentist and said who's this guy he said he doesn't know who he is this is the name he used it was all fake fake name fake address and all this stuff but he has he needed dental work his, his teeth are fucked up so um the guy you know the dentist provides him all of the the dental records the the lead detective takes the dental records to another dentist friend of his close friend and says hey what can you tell me about these teeth the dentist looks at him and goes well i'll tell you right now he goes those teeth, he's going to need dental work immediately. Like he's going to need this follow-up because he's got an impacted tooth. So he's going through a lot of pain. So now they've placed uh, detectives at that place nonstop now to wait for him to come in for an appointment, the next appointment. And that's how the episode was that I ended at. So I don't know what happens from here, but bro, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a good series, but the I don't, I don't want to get into it because it's really fucked up. But okay, it's no, no, brutal. no, no. Dude, it's okay, brutal. So the I stuff he t- does is brutal. You have to kind of be like, go in because it's graphic. Headspace. They sh- they show pictures, but the only things they black out is the specific wound parts. So you still see the way the bodies. Like normally, you'll see pictures and they blur it out, or they show mm-hmm. no. This one, you see the way bodies are laying out. You see all the blood. It's it's kind of described some of the stuff that he's done. It's it's revolt, dude. I cannot believe I didn't realize what a monster this dude was. I'll. You literally sat there with your eyes wide open the whole time. Your mouth just kind of hanging open. So two things. <laughs> One is because I want to check this out now. Two. So me and Amber are going through a criminal minds fa- uh, binge. One of the questions I asked her, because she watches a lot more of the detective, kind of like the, the serial killer shows than I do. And I go, they always catch him because you, you follow the pattern. At some point, you catch the pattern. Okay, that's kind of like where you want to lead this, back to. This guy did not have it. So I asked her, I go, what happens? Has there been a serial killer? Like, like why? It, it, like, a sane person, like, you, if you're watching this and going, ah, oh, they always catch you because of the pattern. Well, I, wouldn't you say, I'm going to go, whatever would trigger to say, I'm going to kill Pia. I don't know how, I don't know. That's some weird thinking. I don't want to, I don't know how that would happen. But how you get to that point to say, to, to go do some fucked up stuff like that, I'm sorry for the language. 
<laughs> why wouldn't you try to derail your pattern or do something different? Because that's how they always catch you. And I guess that's what happens is that you just by dumb luck of a pattern of a shoe and just kind of catching them by that. I mean, how many people did, did it say how many people it, it, uh, he had taken down or killed or murdered until they had found out who he was at least? No, not yet, but it's it's a lot right now. Like it's ridiculous oh, the man. amount, dude. Here, I'm going to show you what this dude looks like. His name is it's Richard Ramirez. So this is the guy right here. Do you see the bigger picture of oh, him here? Yeah. Oh That's yeah. That's him. He looks Look at his fucked up teeth, bro. Look at his teeth. See his see the pentagram on his hand there? That's that was him huh? in court and he would hold that up. Oh yeah. Look at this def- look at this look on his face. Ooh, he really felt went, like he was the embodiment of evil. Like, he oh yeah, felt no, like, he went charismatic plus ten, just charm. You could see where there's a charmingness to him, where he could probably swoo his way through. No, not at all. Oh no, so he didn't charm anybody. No, he wasn't like that, a talker. Almost like a was it was it a no, no no. He attacked you mostly in your sleep. He would break into people's houses, any back doors that were open. He'd let himself in. If there was a husband in the house, he'd shoot and kill them and then attack the woman, rape oh her, God. and okay, then kill her. Okay, so never her. mind. He was just a vicious... There's one okay. house where he walked in. The husband was sleeping on the couch. He shot the husband, killed her, killed him, went in the in the bedroom, raped the wife, beat her to death, left her for dead. She survived and was able to say kind of what he looked like. Um, 16-year-olds did that. He Some of the other stuff he did earlier when he was starting out was... He would go and there was one where he would go and and take a girl, little kids. So he would abduct a little girl, six, seven, eight, nine. like that. Little girls and boys. Uh Uh-uh. One of them, so this girl survived it, right? And she talks about it that she was like eight years old. And he he came in through the window and when she woke up and she was kind of foggy, right? She didn't know what was happening. But in her mind, for some reason, it was okay because he kind of looked like somebody from their family. So she thought, oh, he's this person. And he was saying, come on, you're coming with me. And he put her out the window and he got out, put her in the car, took her somewhere and then raped her and raped her repeatedly and then took her out to a gas station, told her to go out and call 911 and, and to call her parents and said then he would let them go. He did that to the little kids. He wouldn't kill them or anything, but he would do that and let them go. That's messed up. No, dude, I'm telling you, this dude is, I don't know if I go, I don't know if I could watch that. It's not, it's not, it's not in depth or anything. You basically got it. What I just told you is basically what you're going to get. All right. But yeah, but, but then it's dude, it's fucked up. I I cannot believe I didn't realize what a beast this guy was. Like how fucking just sick and demented he was. That's messed up. That's messed up stuff, dude. It really is, man. Oh, man. Yeah, Richard Ramirez, man. It's fucked up, dude. The Night Stalker. That's what he was known as. This happened all in the late 70s and into the 80s. That's just some evil shit. Um, So I'm looking looking on Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. and it looks like of all the attacks, um, there were 18 Night Stalker crimes. Some survived. Mostly they died. Some survived. You know what I mean? 18, dude, over a certain, a a small, there was one week where it was like over 10 days, seven things happened in, in, or five things, five murders in, in seven days time. The, the detectives were talking about how like it just totally blows them. Like they couldn't, there's nothing they could track. They're like, what the hell? Like we can't even start this investigation and another murder happened. You know what I mean? The hell man. Ooh. 
Oh, some good stuff on Netflix. I just. Yeah, it's Ooh. crazy, dude. This guy was crazy. He would yell, hail Satan in the courtroom, raising his pentagram on his hand. Uh, after the I mean, death sentence, picture- uh, after he was, he, he, they, they gave down his death sentence. Uh, he told reporters, big deal. Death always went with the territory. See you in Disneyland. The dude was nuts, bro. He was, he was, he was gone. Yeah. Could you picture trying to be his defendant and be like, dude, like, shut up, man. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's a, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, so if you're into crime, (laughs) crime, if you're into crime, that's definitely it. Um, But go into it knowing (laughs) that it's, it's pretty graphic in certain pieces and it's brutal. It's really brutal. Definitely is. But, you know, it sounds good. And I know that is a big draw to people. People do love the criminal minds and the uh, true crime. Yeah, true crime is a big the, deal, I mean, bro. True crime is big. So big that you currently have a spinoff from History Creeps with it called They Almost Got Away With It. Uh, they would have got away with it. They would have got yeah. away with it. Damn it. Basically, people <laughs> who got caught with specific crimes. Right we, Right now, we did two of them so far where they're, they're serial killers. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to just delve into nothing but death and killing. So the next one is actually, Johnny's doing is there's a guy that um, sold the, what was it, the Brooklyn Bridge? Or, or something like that. I forgot what it was. Yeah, he's saying <laughs> <laughs> and he almost okay. got away with doing that. All right. Um, so it's, it should be interesting. But we do have a true crime show on the network for listeners who like true crime. Check it out. Uh, these girls are are pretty funny, dude. Uh, they do curse like, like sailors, but they are pretty funny. The name of the show is called Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms. Oh, my. Uh, very good. entertaining. Extremely entertaining. Courtney and Cat are. So if you like true crime, check that out. Okay. That's all for the plugs at the moment. What you got, dude? Uh, what do I got? I mean... I th- I feel like I was bringing the personality, and I feel like ah, I was connected a part of the I intro see. discussion. I see. Pop. Uh, I see. You had I nothing we were to bring. Ha- you forgot to tell me you got rear-ended. You're not telling well, the was, my car was, got so, broken. So, so, all right. So if we're being honest, one of the reasons I didn't tell you about the rear-ending was because I was waiting to do it on the show because oh, I'm like, oh, give hey, me this is a great time. Break. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's unfor- nice. That's nice. You're fired. You're fired. You fired. Um, I prepared. I was actually checking out Trump stuff this morning because I assumed we were going yeah, into that. That's nah, where I th- fuck it. We talked too much politics recently. I don't want to talk politics, nah. but there's not too much more to talk about. So let's see. I was watching oh. that Netflix shit. Uh, Keep Keep Flying still has their album Survival out. They have a live stream coming up this Saturday. Uh, let's see. This Saturday, the 23rd. There's a live stream. They're doing a live stream concert. Uh, so if you got if you've checked out Keep Flying's music and you enjoy it, go over to their Facebook page or their Twitter or their Instagram. They're promoting this live stream coming up Saturday, the twenty third. Uh, what else? What else is going on, dude? Let's let's throw some more things out here before we go. Um, what else is going on? Well, podcasters, how deep podcasters. are you? You got you got new episodes up. We got some new episodes up with podcasters. YouTube. We, push, uh, we got the YouTube going. We are actually going live Twitch. on Twitch. Twitch. That is my favorite part of this new year going in. Uh, very kind of halfway through December. I just was like, you know what? F it. Let's, let me just get the Twitch set up. And we are now live Sundays, uh, 7 to 9, 9.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time uh, from PM. It is great. It is fun. And there's kind of a, I don't want to say like you're on camera, but there's kind of like a, you know, the the difference for me doing my home show to when I would be just doing podcasters was a little different. Like when you're on, when the camera is on for Zoom, yes. But then when it's live, there's like a different excitement about it that 
there's a little bit more improv I've been throwing and where we left off the characters last week was nice. I almost killed your brother, I think, for the third or fourth time, finally. Uh, I, I dropped them, and I debuffed them big time. They uncovered and <laughs> saw a monster. I realized as a DM, I gave them a little too many magic items, and it was getting a little hard to equal out some battles. So I threw a monster at them, and there was What you need to effects. do is have somebody come in and steal their shit and have them all start with zero, with nothing, no items. Oh, it's and they have to build it up again. Oh, it, it'll that's what you do. Start ste- just if they have too much, and you're like, "Fuck, this isn't working anymore." A non PC character came in and stole that shit. They they end mm-hmm. up being in a place where there's a bunch of thieves that go through, and unfortunately, oh, yeah. they're invaded. It feels invasive. Just... You want me to write it for you, bro? I can. I know how Dude, it feels. If you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that had a turner. Oh man, that had... you see how I, I brought it back? Yeah, full circle. That full circle. Oh man. Um, but, what else? Um, Are you watching anything? Podcasts are going good. Uh, currently, what we are watching, uh, we've just been binging through Shudder a lot. Oh, my God. There was like these two horror movies we just watched. Oh, my God. They were so freaking One was good. a door, something with a door. Yes, the pale through the pale door. Something it like was that, yeah. a uh, cowboy horror, like a cowboy like, gotcha. yee type okay. of cowboy. Okay. With, with the witch's horror twist. Okay. Really fucking cool. I oh, would cool. definitely watch it again. Did you just give away the twist? Thanks a lot. No, I mean it's it's Amber knew is it, it going is it known. Yeah, like like part like, of the story? It's, part, okay. it's part like it's part of the story. It's not like a twist like M Night Shyamalan style. Where you're like, oh shit, they were witches. Like, <laughs> thanks for telling me, you're bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> um, oh uh, man, Shudder. I like to just watch dude, a lot I of the old Shutter. classic stuff. So like last night, I I went to bed watching Maniac Cop. Uh, the night before that, a real horrible one, dude. Horrible, horrible '80s, you know, B movie horror called Pieces. Uh, you know, just that kind of stuff. I haven't really sat down and watched a legit just just to really get into it horror. I've been watching just kind of the old schools, old school shit, and then some of the like ridiculous ones. Nice. Uh, you you know what I was just kind of speaking of old school shit. Have you caught the new Animaniacs on Hulu? No. What do you mean new? How's it new? They have new or they just have this series up? No, it's new and it's current. What? I thought you 100% Is it good? Knew. It's Animaniacs, bro. And they Is made it? it Is work. It came yeah. back? Oh, yeah, it came back. I full. Watch that. And do you think they pulled punches? Episode gotta one? Watch it. Hell no. Gotta watch it. Dude, let me tell you something. What I do like a lot uh, recently is that I've been watching movies so much more than I have ever in a long time. Uh, like I used to watch movies all the fucking time and then it kind of just, you know, broke down and I'd see them here and there and we'd go see uh, superhero movies a lot during the back issues days. Yeah. But I'm talking about like I used to watch movies on the reg, like literally five times a week watching movies. Mm. I've been doing that again now because I have so many podcasts that are movie themed so we do chris and anthony go to the movies this is going to be available on patreon soon um in in the in the upcoming months yes guys we Uh, have a patreon coming so we watch movies on that but the thing is is i've seen these movies which is fine Mm. but it's it's fun to kind of go back and watch them and so the idea is is i'm having you watch them because we've discussed this many a time that i'm always like dude have you seen this movie because to me it's like you should have it's important and you're just like no i never even heard of it i'm like what So I'm showing you movies that, you know, I grew up with, things that I thought were important movies, things you should have seen by now. Um, So that's fun. But then I do Silence Your Phones with with Sean. And a lot of times we're covering movies that we've seen or haven't seen in a long time. But then we're also doing a lot more newer movies, things I haven't seen before. So that's fun. Next episode, we're doing Midsummer. 
Yeah, I can't wait, dude. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. So Amber's going to want to talk to you about that. <laughs> well, maybe we'll discuss it here on 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 Chris and Anthony. Um, and then, so my brother and I, we don't, we don't. I'm sorry, not my brother. So Carter and I now, uh, History Creeps for our Patreon, we're doing Chris, Carter and Chris versus Evil, where we're watching horror movies, '80s horror, deep cut horror movies that I've never seen before that he's introducing me to. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, but just because of that, it's been this kind of enjoying watching movies. Aaron and I watch movies now all the time just to watch them, um, you know, just to catch up. There's so many movies that have come out in the past at least five years that we haven't seen. And we used to watch movies all the time. The newest comedies, the newest horror, you know, the newest dramas. Uh, so it's fun. I guess all of that, everything I just said for the past 70 minutes was to say I, uh, I'm enjoying watching movies again. Dude, movies are fun. And I'll tell you. It, uh, part of the 2021 resolution. The reason we have the new series for the Patreon is because I haven't watched enough new movies. Creature a habit. I like repetition. I'm comfortable. I'm pushing. I'm breaking the comfort zone for 2021. When, when you say new movies, you mean new to you because the movies new I'm showing me. you are definitely not new. <laughs> Correct. Um, like 90s new to movies. Me. I mean, I, but even yes, from what you're showing me is being majority 90s movies, which are amazing and. It's awesome because the influence of the 90s movies that I did have from my father and mother and Steve and them are different from your generations. So I'm getting a completely different angle of it. But in general, uh, me and Amber go down to watch something. We'll put on like a TV show or something for for dinner that we've already seen. But apart from that, when we would watch movies at night, she wants to watch something familiar, something funny. I'm like, no, let's do something different. Let's something we haven't watched. I need to like if we're going to sit down and actually watch it, I don't want to know what's going on. Right. Um. There is another new horror movie. I remembered it. I don't know the title, but I don't want to give away the hook, but it's where a um, there is a room in this house that this couple purchases, and some weird stuff ha- happens with this room, but it's on Shudder. I'm going to get the okay. name from it. and Oh, it's called Room. <laughs> <laughs> Amber just texted. There's a possibility I may have seen it. I'm going to have to look it's and check. I'll have to check. I'll have to check. Don't don't give away spoilers. I don't want to give it away in case you haven't seen it, yeah, but it's I'll, I'll, actually I'll, really cool. I'll look at it and see if it's something I've seen. Um, um what else yeah. do you anything else? Anything new you're listening to? Uh what I am listening to Keep Flying, dude, for real. The survival a good album, has bro. been amazing. I'm gonna tell you, late reply, I feel. Fire sale, I feel. I got hit with a corona that that COVID depression throughout the summer where you're like I'm stuck inside and I just want to like I get that I I felt that where it's just I want to get out and go see people but it's just it sucks so I've been connecting a lot more to that album you know kind of like the whole fashion uh, and it's fashion called survival like, it, like it's it's, it it's, it's it's almost like the perfect what's what was needed for the times mm-hmm. um all right dude I think I'm done for the night you got anything else you want to say before we head out Nah, I just want to tell everyone that's listening, uh, thank you so much. Uh, the numbers were incredible by the end of 2020. I am blown away. And you know what? Hell, go check out some of the other shows on the, on the network. But 2021, I want to put full effort into this show. So please keep sharing. Chris and Anthony just can't stop. We have a Patreon on the way. It's coming soon. We're going to uh, start you- doing some live Facebook shows, Facebook live shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll jump into the Twitch game, too, where we just do our podcast. Sometimes when we record our podcast and we feel like going live, we'll do it on Facebook Live. Maybe we'll throw it on Twitch. Oh, I would uh, love to. We'll see, dude. That'd be kind of cool to do something through uh, Instagram with the ring. We have the ring lights that can hold the cameras. Yeah, we could do something up. So, um, 
Yeah, dude, right. you're right, right? Check out our website, BICBP-radio.com. Uh, make sure you check out those web, you know, those other shows. Support the ones you like. Tell people about the, the other ones you may not have liked, but you know your friend will like it or your grandma will like it. Uh, again, like Anthony said, we appreciate all you guys listening. We appreciate the support. Um, other than that, we'll see you next week. Peace.